This week on The Beauty Standard, Nicole chats with Alex McIntosh, CEO and co-founder of Thrive Natural Care. As a self-proclaimed tree hugger, Alex knew his biggest mission when creating his own skincare brand was sustainability and focusing on leaving the world better than how he found it. After crafting a dedicated team of botanists, agricultural chemists, and local farmers, the Thrive Natural Care team decided to prioritize regenerative farming with native super plants. In this episode, Alex gives a transparent look into how Thrive Natural Care regenerates your skin, the planet, and rural farming communities. Welcome to The Beauty Standard with your host, Nicole Gregory, Urban U CEO and medical spot industry key opinion leader. A podcast where we bring you thought leaders, experts, and trailblazers who are setting the standard in the beauty and wellness industry. We bring you the latest trends straight from the source before they go mainstream. So grab your coffee or wine, come relax with us, and be prepared to be inspired. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Beauty Standard. I'm Nicole Gregory, and today we have Alex McIntosh with us from Thrive. Thanks for being on The Beauty Standard. It's great to be with you, Nicole. Yay. Well, we were just talking about climates and kind of where we each were. We're based in the Midwest. You guys are in the San Francisco area. Um, and it's obviously miles apart, but I love technology, how we can be together here, just like looking at each other and having this amazing conversation. Um, one of my most favorite things to do is obviously meet meet new people. And I was reading through your bio and you've done some pretty amazing things. Why don't you give us a quick rundown of of you. Yeah, uh, thanks. Um, it's good to be on. You have, a, um, if, I, if my uh, detective work is right, uh, you have done uh, some 71 episodes now, and it was so neat to see the gamut of things that you've covered and to kind of, you know, invite me in to talk with your, your audience today. Um, so where I'm coming from to kind of share, because you have such, you, you're involved in actually uh, many different things. And so I think parts of uh, both my background, but then also the the skincare company we've built um, would be relevant to you personally, just as an entrepreneur, businesswoman, um, and creator. And then I think as someone who's helped a lot of people on their sort of personal uh, wellness and um, sort of beauty journeys. So my background is is really of two things. Um, I'm right now I'm based in San Francisco, but a lot of our team is in Costa Rica. So actually, the real bragging rights goes to my team in Costa Rica, and we'll talk more about them later. Um, it's probably a little nicer there than Michigan, and it's certainly warmer than it is in San Francisco today. You keep referring to Michigan, so I, <laughs> you must not like the weather. I, I grew up actually um, actually in the upper Midwest, and I loved it. Um, I used to go skiing um, up in Michigan a lot, and um, I'm actually a sort of a cold, um, cold weather person, so I say it with love in my heart, but Okay. <laughs> um, so my background is two things, Nicole. Um, one is uh, really around um, sort of healthy living, and um, that has been both a function of um, some pretty serious uh, medical issues in my family, and then having, um, I'm uh, half Norwegian, half Scottish, and so I've been um, sort of uh, blessed with, cursed with, uh, pretty sensitive skin. And so part of my journey through life is someone who, like you, has taken on a lot of things, um, very busy, often a good amount of stress is um, in finding both food, lifestyle, and um, sort of skincare that works. And then the other part I call the uh, the tree hugger who, who believes in capitalism. Um, and I've always had this, uh, starting with the Midwest, 
this very strong interest in and instinct in um, the natural world around me. And as I grew, what that sort of morphed into is what I call kind of a leave it better ethos. And it's not necessarily do-getter. It's more thinking, if I'm going to spend all my time and energy um, building a business, I want it to do something that um, is... Uh, part of the solution and doesn't just add to the problem or to paraphrase um, one of the people I admire, um, doesn't just do less bad, doesn't just reduce the bad things, it actually does good things. And so those two like strands came together and created um, a really unusual skincare company. It's Thrive Natural Care. And we can talk more about that. Yeah. So you're talking about this intersection of kind of personal need and like, you know, your background, which I love. A lot of people don't really even know kind of where they, they came from. And I think there's a lot of information and power that can come from that. Um, but then you, you found kind of this opportunity in the skincare world. Um, in your background, has it always been in skincare or no? I mean, no, I was, uh, my background um, has been in media, but also in consumer goods. So I was an executive okay. um, at a division of Nestle for quite a while. And I okay. was involved in many aspects, both of the, um, the sort of consumer side, but then also the manufacturing side. And that's where I got to see not only the scale, but also the sort of quality and the business models that went into making lots of stuff that we all use okay. a lot. And uh, my co-founder, um, one of my good friends and co-founder is actually an executive from Burt's Bees. And several of our founding team members mm -hmm. actually have pretty substantial backgrounds in body care and skin care. So we sort of melded all of that together, almost like a family. We all you know, are really passionate about the same things, but we, we have different varying degrees of background in skin care, personal care, and consumer goods. And that's what sort of, I think, made the blend that became Thrive so interesting. Well, let's tell me what makes Thrive so interesting because you do have a rock star team there and that that makes a huge difference when you're talking about scalability. Um, and I'll step back into, yes, you know, when you look at our podcast, you might go, what is their focus, right? But it really <laughs> is. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's a couple of things. One, it is, it's empowering people yeah. um, in their journey to say, That's you know, right. one, um, your background might've been something different, but here you go, right? Like, here's your opportunity. Here's how you came about. And so just letting people think like, I, I have, and what I'm doing, I can create a skincare business. I can create a whatever business mm -hmm. I want, um, but also bring amazing brands to people they haven't seen or heard of, um, or maybe they've heard of, but just peripherally, you know, they, they really yeah. want to dive in deeper and get to know um, the the people, the management team who's who's making it happen. So um, that's really our goal is really the beauty standard is created with the idea that there is no standard. The standard right. is your standard. So create your own standard. And so, yes, it might feel like it's a little bit all over the place, but the, that is the idea is, is find something that you can grab onto and that can help you in your journey. So talking about Thrive, what does make it so unique? Um, mm -hmm. And I know I love some our regenerative mission. I mean, that's yeah. just really cool. I, I have never really heard of that in skincare. So I'm interested yeah. to, to know like more about it. Yeah, so we can unpack it. It's good. I was again, I was looking at your your background, your bio, and you've done so many interesting things in different places. And I think um, what I share with you, and I think a lot of the the founders that you talk to, one of the the superpowers that we all share is um, an ability to get ourselves excited about something that we think will be useful and make a difference, and then to collect some really great people around us uh, to kind of share in that journey. And then ultimately, they make it their own and make it even better. And so for me, 
a lot of what I'm going to share today came from sort of my my founding instincts um, when I started the company, like you know, ten years ago. But really, um, is a lot of the credit goes to just an amazing team of women and men, uh, Costa Ricans and Americans, ethnobotanists, farmers, skin care. It's a really neat group, and so I'm sort of here manifesting today, sort of representing us all as the founder and the CEO. So. So just to kind of like uh, anchor it uh, to answer your question. So um, Thrive Natural Care, um, uh, we make skincare that regenerates your skin, our planet, and rural farmer livelihoods. It's a really, uh, uh, it's a really beautiful model. And um, let's unpack the regenerative part a little bit. Yeah. This is sort of the early days. You know, regener regenerative is trending very hot. If you read um, in the press, you know, um, uh, uh, Danone, uh, Walmart, um, Unilever, uh, they're spending billions of dollars um, in total um, testing out, building out uh, regenerative uh, aspects to their business. So it's definitely trending hot. And we really think, Thrive thinks that it's the future of skincare, um, but also the future of business. And the, the, our, our company is really on the leading edge in the way we built it out. And we're certainly um, one of the pioneers in skincare. And I'll just take a brief minute to talk about what regenerative is so that we can kind of level mm -hmm. set, but without going yeah. super deep, because I can really geek out on it. I'll just keep it short so that we have <laughs> something to refer to and kind of hold on to. And then what I'd like to do is talk about how regenerative is relevant to skincare, because I think it's a really interesting thing. And um, that also has a connection too with your background and I think something yeah. to work on. So what is regenerative? So if we think about the, the basic concept of regenerative is the word itself sort of explains it, which is if you imagine a place that or a person that isn't healthy, it's broken, it's eroded, degraded, unhealthy. Um, regenerative is that not just staying the same, but getting better, okay? And so if you can imagine like a picture, three pictures, and the first picture is the business model that we used as a species for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. And that was the extractive model. And that was, we'll go to a place and grow something, or we'll go to some land and mine it, or we'll go fishing in the sea. And it was basically taking stuff from where there was abundance, turning it into useful products, using those and turning that into trash. And we extracted things and then we kind of created waste. And in many ways, it was a, a very, very um, effective system. It helped a lot of people sort of live better lives, get out of poverty, but it really depleted a lot of uh, the natural world. And it definitely leaves it um, much less healthy. If you imagine it like a bank account, it leaves it much less healthy for our kids. So if you can imagine a box with an arrow, the extractive is where the arrow starts at the top and sort of is going down. And that is the, the sort of the ecological health, or you might say the legacy that we're going to leave our kids and grandkids. Are we leaving them what we had or worse? It's worse. The good news is a lot of the more forward thinking companies over the last 30, 40 years have really um, been on the vanguard, particularly in skincare for sustainability. And sustainability is an arrow that's going straight. What it literally means, sustainability, is you don't make it any worse. You don't leave it any worse for the future generations. So imagine you and I have a bank account together. We have a million dollars and um, we could, um, uh, in that bank account, if it's the old model, the extractive, we would spend it all down. If it's sustainable, we sort of keep it the same. But that assumes that you've got a million dollars in the bank. If 
you've actually depleted, like imagine if you live in an area that's very polluted or where the soil has been very eroded, which is not just in developing countries, it's in the US. If the bank account is at $10, you can be sustainable and keep it at $10, but that's not a great legacy for your kids. Regenerative is where it's going from $10 to 100 to 1,000 to a million. You're rebuilding it. And so the concept of regenerative business is a business that goes beyond being deeper green it goes beyond being sustainable. It's actually using the business model to make a place in communities better, healthier, more resilient than they were before. And it sounds a little airy-fairy, but I mean, again, I told you there's like Walmart and Unilever and some of the largest farming companies, uh, General Mills, they're spending hundreds of millions and billions of dollars to build out regenerative supply. So this stuff is real. I mean, it really mm -hmm. is the future. And it's not just doing good. They see it as a way to protect their assets and have even better business opportunity in the future. So that's, it's sitting yeah. regenerative. Regenerative is the arrow going up instead of straight, which is sustainable or down, which is extractive. So far, so good. Well, and I'll just, yeah, no. And I'll just go back to what we said, beauty standards. So like, this is a newer concept. To, I mean, of course, sustainability, gentrification, you know, like those words, but re-gentrification, you know, that is, um, it's, it feels like it's a little bit newer. Like you said, a lot of companies are focusing on this now. So when we talk about the beauty standard, yay, we found a new standard, right? Like, so this, <laughs> I love this because now we can register people. And yeah, so go, let's, let's talk. No. Well, yeah. so that's exactly it. And so then it, let's talk about then why this is relevant to beauty. Cause that's all like great, sort of like, great, glad, glad the big companies are sort of doing this stuff and people are talking about it, but like, I think it's important too. It's not, it's not just a saleable thing. I think that it's really important to people to know they're not only putting good products on their, in their skin, but that they're doing good things for people around the world. So you're really, you know, it's really, it's admirable that you're focusing on this mission because it's a, a little bit of a heavier lift than just saying, yeah. we're going to go somewhere and buy some products and put our name on it. Right. Yeah. You're really making well, a long-term investment. You are, and it, it definitely has a positive impact. But I will say this, one of the great lessons that I've learned from being an entrepreneur in consumer goods, and you know this from you know Urban U and Urban U for me is, look, at the end of the day, when someone is going in to buy a facial cleanser or a moisturizer, they are not thinking, I need to go save the world. They're thinking, I want to buy something that's going to help my skin look healthy and good. And if it works really well, and I like what they're doing, I'm going to stay with them. There's always a small group of people that are super ethical shoppers, right? That's kind of the first yeah. concept. But really for most people, they want something that's going to solve their problem and they don't want the pain point of, am I going to be using a lot of plastic? Am I going to be throwing it away? Is this company a good company? Is it a bad company? We all know what we like, but at the end of the day, we know what we need. And so what I think has been really beautiful about regenerative for skincare is we started building this out, Nicole, like over the last 10 years, literally from the ground up. Um, I'll, I'll explain quickly how our model works, and then I'll explain why it is so helpful for beauty and for skincare. And I'll just lead for a second and say, uh, you know, when I was looking at your, your mission of empowering your audience to achieve their personal and professional growth, especially, you know, around beauty and wellness, their journey, I thought, you know, you with Urban U, um, really looking for the best and most leading edge skincare. It needs to work and do something. Like I think that's been a clear mm -hmm. thread through you're doing. And what I'm kind of happy to share today is there's a really, really innovative approach to best and leading edge. 
okay? And it has exactly that additional benefit of feeling like you're supporting something that really is gonna make the world a better place. So let's unpack that a little bit. So our regenerative model, I talked about how it's sort of, you know, in general regenerative is, is sort of making places healthier um, over time instead of just leaving them the same or depleting it. So the way our model works is um, we make skincare and we have uh, three sort of super plant hero ingredients. We commercialized three super plants that are native to Costa Rica. And what we do is we selected these super plants with some of the leading ethnobotanists and ecologists and skincare experts in the world from a long list, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of plants. We selected these three because they did something really, really important for your skin in relation to a conventional synthetic equivalent. So they would have a similar or better benefit, but without some of the drawbacks. The second thing is that this plant would play a really unusual role in the health of the ecosystem from where it's come. And that's a very unusual question for a filtering of should we use this ingredient or not. So we selected these super plants. We go to farms in Costa Rica. We reintroduce these plants on the parts of the farms where the land is eroded and degraded. And then we grow these plants in a special way that is regenerative farming that boosts the potency and purity of the plants. And I'm going to come back to this because it's a really interesting story. And so when we harvest them, we've got these super plants that are unique to our products. They're sort of the hero ingredients. And we grow them in a way that really makes their potency and their purity sort of turbocharged, almost like a, a very specialized vitamin. And then we wrap these natural, these high-performance natural formulas around these super plants. And the, the formulas amplify the core benefits of these super plants. And so that is our model. Oh. It's sort of going to places that are eroded and degraded. They're not toxic, but they're just, you know, there's like the land is eroded, there's a lot of runoff. And we're replanting these and we get these amazing super plants. They're the hero ingredients. And I'll talk more about what they do for skin. But at the same time, what's happening is the farmer's land is coming back to life, right? The soil is coming alive. It's holding water. There's much more like bees and insects and biodiversity and birds. The farmers are no longer buying synthetic herbicides and pesticides and spraying it all over themselves, their land, the, the land that's providing the water for their family to drink. They're saving money and they're getting better yield. And they're selling these crops for more than they could conventional crops. So it's just this amazing thing. So that's the way our model works. But let's talk about the skincare part because it's really interesting. So regeneratively grown ingredients, Nicole, are much more than sort of a deeper shade of green. It's not just the new sort of healthier for you. Um, it's actually better beauty. And this was explained to me in a very concise way by some of the leading beauty editors that came and visited some of our farms in Costa Rica last summer. They're leading beauty editors. And they were really skeptical at first. We've seen everything. We've been everywhere. We've seen all the natural. And they really came away with, wow, this is a very interesting approach to beauty for skincare. So right now, what there is, is there's an increasing number of very compelling independent peer-reviewed scientific studies that have compared regenerative versus conventional farming. And it could be for food or it could be for, um, uh, for clothing, but particularly for food. And the consistent and really exciting finding of these is that regenerative farming 
whether it's for our plants or it's for strawberries or whatever it is, the consistent finding is that regenerative farming increases the potency of the plant's metabolites. Metabolites, just as a quick aside, are enzymes in our cells and in plant cells, and they break down large compounds, these, these metabolites. do They break down large compounds that we use to live and grow. It's almost like they pull apart the nutrients and make them much more available to the body, either for us okay. or for plants. Okay. And this is super relevant for skin health. Okay. Yeah. So Thrive's regenerative model is really on the leading edge of this because every time we harvest or extract or distill um, from these super plants, what we're doing is we're getting the benefit of these really, really potent metabolites. And so the skincare results are actually really amazing. What we've done is we've measured the content of the metabolites in our super plants versus benchmarks in these leading peer-reviewed independent studies. And what we found is a great antioxidant is vitamin E. Okay. That's a typical yeah. antioxidant. Mm -hmm. Our super plants with regenerative farming deliver 17 times, one seven X, the antioxidant delivery of vitamin E. They deliver 12 times the antioxidant delivery of vitamin C and 22% more anti-inflammatory actives versus conventionally farmed plants. So first these plants are these three plants that we've commercialized are very unusual and very specialized for skin. And then there's turbocharged by the regenerative farming. So really when you add it all up, what it's, what it's saying is it's like taking very useful tools and then creating the tools in a way that delivers the benefit with more purity and potency to the skin. So if, if you're someone who actually is not into saving the world, or you think it's interesting, but that's not your thing, you just want something to look good. This is a very, very interesting strategy for skincare because you're getting the benefit without a lot of the corresponding downsides of either inflammation or um, uh, other adverse effects that can come from using a lot of synthetic equivalents. And so for us, this is really what's helped us build our business, right? Like what you're hearing so far? Leave us a review or rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We listen to our audience and want our show to be its best. Email a screenshot of your review to thebeautystandard at theurbanu.com for a gift from Urban U for me. Your one-stop shop for luxury skincare you can't find at Ulta or Sephora. Thank you for your continued support. So I guess with that, that question, I was just kind of looking um, at some questions I had for you before here. And I'm like, oh, sure. he's, he's answering all these as we go along, which is wonderful. Um, when you're looking at these three super plants and yeah. you've had, like you said, the, the, the returns are high multiples, you know, 12, 17, it's like, that's unheard of compared to a synthetic. I mean, do you have to charge more? Like where, when you're looking at your skincare product, as you said, I'll kind of go back to one thing. You said, you're not sure consumers actually want to buy a product because it does something good for the world. Um, I'll have to disagree just a little bit. And the reason I'll say that is because I have teenagers. I have five kids, 21 to, to 16. And, you know, they are always coming to me with products that are good or mom, you shouldn't buy that because of X, Y, and Z. And so they are generationally focused on me but doing good. Mm -hmm. And so they've really trained me. I mean, I look at things so that. much differently now because that. That's great. of that generation. They're really, yeah. you know, 
And so I would say if I were looking at a product, so I'll move into my first part of my question is, you know, you have all these wonderful superpowers um, in these plants. And if they're that much better, so I'm getting a little bit better bang for my buck. Mm -hmm. um, pricing, you, like you said, you kind of have to be sure mm -hmm. how you're pricing and how you're marketing. Um, you know, when you're looking at where you're going, how, what is your model? Like, where are you going to be marketing? Like, is it more, are you looking at CVS? Are you looking more at Nordstrom's? Are you looking more online? Like, where, where are you going to market and be able to create and, um, I don't think it's sell the message. That's not it at all, but create that brand equity that allows people to really buy in short-term and watch the long-term results, watch the long-term, you know, farming. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. just so interesting to be able to be a part of something bigger. Um, how are you going to market this? Yeah, it's a great question. So first, I'm so happy to hear, and it's not the first time I've heard it, but it makes my heart warm every time I do that family and friends, uh, you know, giving you that signal that they really pay attention. What I do know is that, you know, most people are coming to a product for the first time because of what it'll do for them. And so we really keep in mind our sort of first value as a company is make the best product. And we know that at the end of the day, if we can do a great job of that, a lot of other things fall in place. But but we all get up every day, even on the days, and you know this as an entrepreneur, where things are hard, they haven't gone the way yesterday that you wanted them to, because we really believe that this regenerative model is the future of business, not just for beauty, but for other things. And we want to, we want to make it scale and work so that this example, like Patagonia, like some of the really big companies um, are learning now. It's good for them. So I love that. I love that you're getting that that kind of reinforcement, and it's it's key. So where are we marketing? You know, it's really interesting. Um, uh, our our positioning that that we launched with um, that still is the case is what we call accessible premium. So when I was looking from a sort of a CPG standpoint, Nicole. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of very high end, and this also gets to why I started Thrive. Where did I see a business opportunity? I mean, I'm passionate about our skincare. I'm passionate about the regenerative model, but I had to ask myself, is there a business to be had here? Is there a need? And what I was seeing and my friends were seeing when they would go into the stores is um, most natural brands um, didn't work as well as their conventional equivalents, at least in the short term. If you had a problem X, our, our stereotype is that the natural would not work as well, wouldn't perform as well okay. as, as sort of a more specialized um, a brand. Um, some of the higher end natural brands, sort of Hauschka um, type things, would, would work well, but the price points were out of reach of many consumers. And I wanted something mm -hmm. that was a little bit more accessible to people. Um, but we were not looking at CVS or Walgreens, sort of like a Burt's Bees. I mean, I love Burt's Bees. They help sort of popularize um, healthier and more natural formulas. But mm -hmm. we were looking at a more, um, a much more sort of complex and I think visionary business model and sort of delivery of, of benefit to the mm -hmm. consumer. So really, most of our price points are from uh, sort of the low teens into the mid 30s. Um, we are coming out with a new line in another couple of weeks um, that's sort of everything that we've learned, but taken to the next level. Um, and we're calling the line Vitality because we all think anti-aging is uh, a really outdated, bad concept. We all know what that means and we all want that benefit, 
But the implication, mm -hmm. and I don't want to mansplain this, but the implication is, especially if you're a woman, that aging is bad. You know, for men, it's distinguished and for women, it's bad. And we think that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Sorry for the, the French. Um, <laughs> so we named the line Vitality. And this line is actually going to be priced a little bit higher. And it's because we've actually figured out how to really focus the benefits of our super plants and create very interesting treatments for the skin. There's two serums or two booster serums mm -hmm. and then an eye stick. And there's no plastic in the entire line too. So it's sort of plastic free, wow. guilt free, but it's a really beautiful look. There's no sort of like crunchiness to it. It's a really beautiful look. So that'll be nice. priced higher. And really, I think to answer your question, where will we market this? Luxury organic. <laughs> it is It is like that. You know, it is like <laughs> that. Um, but what's interesting is, um, and you noted this, there's a real appetite by retailers to give their customers something that is on trend. And right now what's really on trend is healthier, but it has to work. And you mentioned this, the second part, which is an authentic and hopefully very um, positive impact um, to the business model. I think, you know, there's a lot of skincare out there and a lot of it is very good. Retailers are looking for a good story. And actually a retailer who found us um, that um, recruited me, and I actually was not that interested in being part of the, the, the business at first, was Amazon. Um, they actually recruited us to help them figure out this thing that they were eventually be calling Launchpad, which is like a several billion dollar um, segment of Amazon now. And we were in the founding mm -hmm. class. We were one of 20 companies they recruited for that. And we helped build it out. And our business yeah. just took off. And, you know, Amazon reaches everyone. I mean, whether you're buying high-end skincare or you're very entry level and um, yeah. they've been very helpful to our business. So that got us sort of, you know, to our first millions. It got us the most exposure. They did several movies about us that they played for all their customers. They played for their team members. They've done a lot of featuring because they wanted to tell a story, big Amazon, of uh -huh. we can find great young brands. And if they listen to our best practices, they can build a great business. And we sort of fit that model for them. And we, we really took off. So we're like in the top 1% of their sellers. But ultimately, I think um, what I'm looking at doing over the next couple of years is dramatically increasing the awareness and um, availability of Thrive. And in particular, I'm looking at what I'll call sort of our Muse communities. So there are people exactly mm -hmm. like you were sort of referencing where they're looking for skincare that aligns with their values. Um, it has to work. And ideally it's, it's healthy. It doesn't have a lot of artificial things. It doesn't have a lot of side effects. It does what they need it to do very well. And um, there are a lot of places, both um, sort of, you know, department store and even uh, beauty that are doing very innovative things, both online and sort of bricks and mortar. And so over the mm -hmm. next year or two, I'm really looking at expanding our business beyond our own e-commerce and Amazon to many of those partners. Um, but we found that sweet spot is really, yeah. um, it's kind of like the age of your audience um, and it's people looking for those characteristics. Yeah. Well, two things. Um, I love that you are not naming it anti-aging because I do believe that's going to be passe quite soon. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're really focused on something, you're focused on you and your health and you and your health is different than me and my health, right? Mm -hmm. um, but going along with what you're saying, there's a huge need. And so it's prejuvenation. So like really before I get there and I had to fix something, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rejuvenation, like, okay, I've already gotten there and I do need to correct some things here. Um, and so I think that's the important part of your message in your new line is it's really about everyone can be in different spaces, but how are you going to move forward um, with your beauty healthcare mission? And I just read something, um, well, I read it a while ago specifically on people of you know, diverse backgrounds. Um, socioeconomic colors, um, you know, all sexual orientations, they start with skincare first. People start with skincare mm-hmm. first. So me owning a med spa or med spas, you know, I look at it and of course I want everyone to come in and see us. Mm-hmm. But one thing we realized through our e-commerce is that's a great way to reach people kind of where they are at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone wants to try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a brown, they have you know, a brown spot. They have some type of um, issue they want to correct and or not have, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really, for us personally, like our e-commerce is really mm-hmm. an area we're focusing on 2023, but also fo- focusing our product mm-hmm. reach in, on that diversity market. And, and I think diversity is a big word, um, but I think, how do you feel about diversity and, and your products and the opportunities that lie there? Yeah. Uh, 110% agree. Um, And the way I come to the 110% agree with you is, number one, our team um, is, I think it's like 75 or 80%, we say sort of diverse. So um, half of our leadership team is not US, it's uh, Costa Rica, it includes um, uh, women and men, um, some of whom have like uh, African uh, background, um, some who uh, are Latina, Latino, and um, one of the things that is built into our product development is um, not only do we want to make the best sort of skincare products, but it's also thinking inclusively about those benefits. So say, for example, um, one of the, the product lines that we're most known for, um, Nicole, is our sun care. And what our very talented uh, formulator, she's an award-winning, award-winning formulator. She actually was the winner of Vital Voices, um, which is this thing that, you know, Madeleine Albright and Hillary Clinton set up the State Department to find the best sort of female entrepreneurs in the world. And she was mm-hmm. one of the winners of that in Costa Rica. And um, one of her great successes with us, she's an owner in the company and she runs our product R&D, uh, Laura. Um, one of the successes she's had is uh, c- kind of cracking the nut or the, achieving the holy grail of sun care, which is a mineral sunscreen that doesn't make you look like a ghost or feel like you're putting on paste. And, okay. um, and so what has been interesting as she's developed this is we've tested it both before, when we, before we brought it to market, um, both with our friends in Costa Rica, many of whom are darker skin, and then several of my friends who are um, Black Americans here is this is a real problem for a lot of uh, people mm-hmm. with black skin, right? Is you put on yeah. especially healthy mineral sunscreens and you look like you've just, you know, dropped eight shades of color and it's sort of like, all right, well, that's not what I wanted to well, achieve. It looks like you have something on. You don't want to, I mean, you want to look like you, <laughs> exactly. you, you just want to have sunscreen on. You don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so um, uh, the testing we did of this was just, built in um, that we were testing it on um, our family and friends of many different backgrounds. And so it's almost like the filter that we use of what's good is a pretty inclusive one just because of the DNA of our team. Um, and then, you know, several of us um, uh, of our of our founding members um, are LGBTQ. Um, and so we also look at that. And I think that makes us sensitive to various types of marketing. And I think made us very 
cognizant when we were developing our vitality line that we would not use anti-aging because the implication is, particularly for women, if you age, it's a problem, right? And no one wants to look older, but we want to look our best and we don't want to be reminded yeah. that getting older is a bad thing. Like that's, it's, you know, it's, it's like a little Pavlovian thing that a lot of companies have used very effectively to sell products. Um, so we feel let's just make great products, but let's be clear and what they're doing. And so anyway, it, it just has made us, I think, very sensitive culturally. And when you say um, those diverse viewpoints, how does that sort of drive your business? Well, it's because our team is very diverse, both culturally yeah, and, and uh, gender and sexuality and so forth. And I think it's also been neat to get feedback from a lot of our customers, like some of the best reviews of our sun care, both on our website and on Amazon have been from um, dark skin people, either um, people of Middle Eastern or Latin or uh, African descent who just say, this stuff is great. Like, I love it. It's the first stuff that I've been able to wear that is healthy. That's great. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with me because um, I love it that, you know, people who are in, who are owning companies like yourself and myself, you know, it, I think, or anyone, anyone owns the company, doesn't matter what you do, how big or how small, you know, what can you do that um, your business can be extremely inclusive? There's some businesses you just can't, you know, you have a very focused market and that's what you need mm -hmm. to focus on. I understand that, but skincare and medical spas, I think are, mm -hmm. I think it's our duty to make sure it's our obligation. It's our voice as an industry to make sure we are reaching um, as broad and wide as we can. And maybe that doesn't happen right away, but organically over time, like you said, yeah. with your team, you just have a wonderful diverse team. I was really happy. Our team was at like 60% diverse. Oh, that's <laughs> and that's great. amazing. You're, that's yours great. is wonderful. Um, so I think that it's, um, it's just something if you have it as a mission and vision, um, we can really help everyone you know, be their best selves. I love it. And Nicole, well, one thing I would say not to, not to pull you off, but just real quick is, um, so where it starts to get really interesting is, you know, so you have, uh, I think last count, do you still have 55 locations for your medical spa? We did not have 55. We, we are growing, but right now we have five. So. Oh, okay. I, I must be your PR <laughs> team. Cause I've got you at like, you know, out doing billions of dollars a year. In oh, they, <laughs> they're really good. Our PR team is really, really good. <laughs> Um, no, but we're so growing. We'll have a lot by the end of the year. Well, congrats. We're, we're adding it right now. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot of work for you. Congrats. What I was going to say, the, the really interesting opportunity that you have, and this is implicit in our business because we're a consumer business. We can do all of the best regenerative farming and everything in the world. But at the end of the day, if people don't buy our products, like our products and come back to buy them again, then our model doesn't work. Right. And the thing that is really beautiful about Thrive's regenerative skincare is that our customers actually play a really key role in this. And the point that I'm sharing with you here is it may be sort of a fun thing for you and your leadership team to think about how can you include your customers in something that does leave things better off in whatever way you want that to be community. It could be, you know, that a percentage of your, your profits go to something, it could, whatever it is. But for us, the way it works is every time someone buys a Thrive Natural Care product, instead of buy one, give one, or we make money and we give it back, those are perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with business models that do that. For us, what's happening is when you or someone buys a Thrive Natural Care product, a skincare product, it literally is creating this pull from Costa Rica where more plants are going into different areas that are eroded and degraded, restoring those places, 
the farmer's lives being boosted. Every purchase, literally plant by plant, farm by farm, is pulling this regenerative model forward. And so what it's done, almost like a tree that's in your backyard versus a cancer, the tree, the bigger it grows, the more leaves it generates that fertilizes the ground or the roots that help the soil. It's good when it grows. And that is what we're trying to do with Thrive is create a business model that the growth is itself the engine for change beyond just giving money back after you make it. And so this purchase of Thrive is literally pulling these plants, regenerating the soil all the way through the system to the customer. And the opportunity, I think, for businesses and my, my um, inspiration that I would try to share with them is think how your business model can drive that positive change and think about ways that your consumers can be part of that. And that's just been a really fun part of the journey for us. I love it. Yeah, no, we definitely give back in some very focused areas. Um, but I think there's also a time you get to in business, you're like, okay, what, what else can we do? Right. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. we give toward empowerment organizations, specifically mm -hmm. women empowerment or organizations. Mm -hmm. But I think we're at a point now where we need to make that bigger and broader, you know, for people. But I know I love how yours is systemic. I mean, you are giving systemically. So, oh my gosh, it was so wonderful to talk to you today. What a treat. And I learned like, I felt like I was in a college professor room. <laughs> I was looking around to see where my other colleagues were hundreds of people, you know, it was just you and I, and it was so informative. So thank you so much. And how, like, is there anything next that you want to share with people? Like, I know you have your product line vitality coming out, but mm. is there anything else that you want to share with people as, as they're listening to this? So if you go to our website, which is um, thrivecare, T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-R-E.co, thrivecare.co, um, that'll take you to our website. It's, it's um, sort of soft launching uh, uh, today, and then it's going to get more and more um, robust um, over the next awesome. week. And then our Vitality line, um, Nicole, launches. There's three products. Um, there's a, a firming serum, a balancing serum. And then a really amazing eye stick um, for sort of under eye uh, bags and circles. And um, this is uh, one of the most innovative lines, I think, to hit beauty in quite a while. There's, there's um, very targeted, specialized super plants, not in any of their products. They're all grown regeneratively. And they have those amazing benefits we talked about. And there's no plastic in the entire line. It's uh, plastic free. And so I think um, people will find it we're looking for good skincare, a really interesting thing to try. So we're going to go live. Um, I, I want to say, um, March, probably, I think it's like the second week of March, we're going to go live on Amazon and our website with these products. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for today. I really appreciate your time, your energy, and mm. I look forward to checking back in and seeing where um, all of your endeavors are going. It's, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Nicole, thank you. I'm so impressed with what you're doing. Keep uh, sharing with people. I think we all need it. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Beauty Standard by Urban U. This podcast is here to inspire, support, and deliver what you need to hear today to continue on your wellness journey. Check out our Instagram at The Urban U or website www.theurbanu.com. If you loved today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review and share. Thanks! Go on Instagram and follow us for more skincare education, giveaways, and how to get the best values for the products that you love. At UI for me.